0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, namo Bhagavate vasudevaya. Namo Bhagavate vasudevaya. Well, This morning we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 5, Chapter 24, entitled, The Subterranean Heavenly Planets, in text number 26. 26 is a prose. I'll just read, and then we'll give you a few words. Okay. Tasyamahanubhavasya anupatam ambichita kasaya ko vasamat Parina Bhagavat Anugraha Upajigami Shatiti. What do you mean? Tasya of Prahlad Maharaj. Maharaj Maha Anuba anu- Maha Anuba Vasya, who was an exalted devotee. An Anupa Anupatam. The pajita kashayaya a person who is materially contaminated. A person who is materially contaminated. Is contaminated. A. A. What? Va or Asmat Vida like Like us. Like us. Parihina Bhagavat Anugraha. Parihina Bhagavat. Being without the favour of the Supreme Personality of God, God Upajigamam Mishadi desires, desires to follow Iti, iti thus. thus. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Ustra Translation. Bali Maharaja said, Persons like us, who are still attached to material enjoyment, who are contaminated by the modes of material nature, and who lack the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, cannot follow the supreme path of Prahlad Maharaja, the exalted devotee of the Lord. Purpose. It is said that for, the, for spiritual realization, one must follow great personalities like Lord Brahma, Devarishi Narada, Lord Shiva and Prahlad Maharaja. The path of bhakti is not at all difficult if we follow in the footsteps of previous acharyas and authorities, but those who are too materially contaminated by the modes of material nature cannot follow them. Although Bali Maharaja was actually following the path of his grandfather, because of his great humility, he thought that he was not. It is characteristics or characteristic of advanced Vaishnavas following the principle of bhakti that they think themselves ordinary human beings. There is not an artificial exhibition of humility. A Vaishnava sincerely thinks this way and therefore never admit, admits his exalted position. Oh Mahyana Timirandasya Yana Jana Sarakya Saksurum Vilitami Sri Guru ve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manovisham Stamvitamina Buttalek Swayam Guru ayyam tadati swa padantikam andeham shri guru shri uta padakamalam shri guru maijnamaamsa shri rupam samjata samaganaragnatam hamsajivam Sādvaitam Sāvadutam parijana Saitam krishna chaitanya devam shri radha krishna padan sagana dalita shri vishakanvitam sa A Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vanishvari Prishavanu Sudevi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpataru Vyasha Kripa Sindhu Vevacha Patitana Pavanevi Vaishnavavi Vyu Chai shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri Advaita gadadhar shiva sarigaura bhakta hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama rama rama, rama hare 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 krishna hey. sri blessings of assambuli vaisnavas i speak from shrimad bhagavatam I want a purification. Okay. Okay. The the chapter is Subterranean heavenly Planets So here uh, Sukhadeva Swami Is speaking to Maharaj Pariksha He is describing the Lower planetary systems um, He was explaining before the the top, the top, above the earth. Now he was explaining the lower planetary system, and it's interesting. He was explaining, okay, that this planetary system, the person who is living there, and who is being worshipped. So, like he was explaining, and then when he came to. This planet, I think Sutala, if I'm not wrong, and there he speaks, it It tells about Bali Maharaj. Now, Sukade Goswami is a Mahajan, same as Bali Maharaj as well. Um, it's not that. If you see the previous, all the verses or something, he was explaining a certain personality and what he does and then he leaves. But when it comes to Bali Maharaj, he couldn't be able to stop explaining few qualities of Bali Maharaj and about the Supreme Lord reciprocation with Bali Maharaj. So, Srimad Bhagavatam is only focusing on one aspect, that is bhakti. It talks about purely about the Supreme Lord and the the activities of the Supreme Lord and uh, the activities of the devotees and how their relationship is. So, over the explaining about the 14 planetary system, we can understand few things. One, every place there is a Supreme Lord is present, and every place there are some devotees who are worshiping that Supreme Lord, and how their relationship is. So this is being very boldly and uh, in explained, and uh, Sridhar Goswami is also, uh, it's like adding some fuel or adding some kind of. Um, catalyst to, to Parikshit Maharaj's enthusiasm of hearing because he explains certain aspect here. This is like the seed for the eighth canto where Parikshit Maharaj is last question again about Bali Maharaj and he wants to know about it. So it's like, um, it's very difficult to just say, okay, oh, this person is there and then move on to the next planet because Subhidhar Goswami is also a pure devotee. He likes to glorify the Lord and the devotees. So here, uh, that's what you uh, uh, can see. And Bali Maharaj is also not just an ordinary person, or he's just an ordinary king, or he's just another resident. No, uh, he is showing the essence of religious principle: how one should surrender to the Supreme Lord how can one surrender so it's a very special person Uh, we can see it so from 21 to 26 the six verses are there the first three verses was mainly the lord what he did with balimara Um, read that verse. <laughs> the Supreme Person of God, who is situated in everyone's heart as a super soul, sells himself to his devotees such as Nargaundi. In other words, the Lord gives pure love to such devotees and gives himself to those who love him purely. Great self-realized mystic yogis such as the four Kumaras also derive great transcendental bliss from realizing the super-soul within themselves. The Supreme Person, of Godhead, did not award his mercy to Pali Maharaj by giving him material happiness and opulence. For this make one forget loving service to the Lord. The result of material opulence is that one can no longer observe his mind in the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When the Supreme Person of Godhood could see no other means of taking everything away from Bali Maharaj, he adopted the trick of begging from him and took away all the three worlds. Thus, only his body was left, but the Lord was still not satisfied. He arrested Bali Maharaj, bound him with the rope of Aruna and threw him in a cave in a mountain. Nevertheless, although all his property was taken, he was thrown into a cave. Palli Maharaj was such a great devotee that he spoke as follows. So the Lord, um, Palli Maharaj uh, gave everything what he had to the Supreme Lord and he has surrendered heartfelt surrender to the Supreme Lord. Now this is this is this is a lot uh, reciprocation in this that he has arrested him, bounded with a rope, treated him like a a prisoner, was done a mistake, and put him in a cave. Mm -hmm. Now you know. You are there, for example, you are eating or something, maybe in your plate you have one samosa, for example. You have one samosa in your plate and a devotee comes and then he asks, can you give me three samosa? So you go and find out you got some two samosas and then you gave the devotee. And then you find out, or find oh out, then you realize, yeah you have one plate in your plate, even samosa. You took that samosa and you gave that to your devotee. Now you will think, oh Prabhu, you are so nice. You, I asked three, you gave me two. Not only that, you also gave in from your plate. Such a wonderful quality you have. Imagine that's what your expectation would be most of the time that the devotee will you know appreciate okay fine or there'll be a tug of oh Prabhu, no no you take it. oh no Prabhu, you take you know, loving like the relationship that you give and take you know that's a pretty lakshana affection you show the affection by this kind of external activity but here you know the devotee not responding that way he's saying how, how I asked you three samosa, you couldn't able to give that, on top of that you gave in from whatever you have that, you know, from your plate, I really hate you, don't ever stand before me, just get out of it, you know, you couldn't able to fulfill my simple desire which I asked, on top of that, you know, what is this nonsense, you give your, your, whatever you have, that's yours. One may, one may think, you know, one may, then the other person may think, you know, I, I gave what I was meant to eat for me and I gave that to you. You know, at least you should show some gratefulness. Okay, fine, I don't want any appreciation. At least be grateful of what I gave, you know, come on. <clears throat> one may think here, a person who has all the three worlds, and He has given everything to the Lord. One may think, why the Lord is doing like this to Bali Maharaj? So, that means, is that what the Lord is going to do to everyone who is going to give up everything to the Lord? Imagine that, you know, He said, Okay, sarva Sarvadarman pathya ekam sharanam Raja, sarva papri mokshya Do not fear, I will put you in the cave. You surrender everything Do not fear I will bound you with the rope I will tie you And I will put you in the cave And not only that I will put you in the (laughs) hell No one may think uh, Man this is very scary (laughs) There is a reason why the Lord does that In order to touch, you know, test the gold, you rub the gold with the touchstone. You don't go, someone say, okay, this is a gold. If you see in any, any place where they, the goldsmith, they have a particular stone. And if you give the gold, they will not accept like that. Oh yeah, oh thank you, it looks very good. nice, color and shining. Let me take it. What they do is they take the gold and they rub it against the... So that way we know it reveals the purity of gold. It reveals the purity of gold. It it shows the substance of that material. Similarly, the Lord wants to magnify the glory of his devotee by putting in that rubbing situation. Like, you know, it's like, uh, suppose you have a wound, then you show to your mother, Mother, I got a wound, don't worry, I'll put some salt into it. (laughs) You may feel, what is (laughs) I just said, Mother, you can't do, you know. So similarly, you know, mundane example, but the Lord wants to make sure that my devotee is not even tinge of any unmotivated surrender. Or he is not after any material opulence or you know recognition. Here you can see that. He wants only solely devotion to me. I can treat him. So the Lord says, you know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, such Modi says, Lord, you can treat me any way you wanted. You can treat me like hard, rush, no, like harsh like anything. Thunderbolt, whatever. You can do whatever you want. I will not give up my position as a servant to you. So this is is the Lord magnifies the purity of the surrender. The Lord magnifies the glory of the devotee. I see my devotee. He surrendered everything, I put him in the cave, still he is sane. so the lord you know treating devotee in the most harsh way but the devotee is so pleasurable for that so there was one uh, there's a story in Chaitanya Chaitamrita. if you if you see the Chaitanya Chaita it's it's uh, most of the episode is just the dealing between the supreme lord and his devotees and the loving relationship between the devotees and the Lord. So Sanatan Goswami went to Jagannath Puri to meet the Lord. Because of his travelling, he has developed these boils all over his body. And there was there's the abominable stuff. Blood and the past was oozing out of his body. And he was he was so embarrassed to see the Mahaprabhu and he he comes to see, him. he avoids the main road of Puri. He feels that he is not eligible to enter the Jagannath temple. His goal was, his main goal of visiting Jagannath Puri is to see the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and see Jagannath. So that was his, he wants to benefit, he feels that this is my only benefit, I will do my, my benefit, I my, will get happiness and benefit is just by seeing Jagannath and taking Darshan of Mahaprabhu. But then Mahaprabhu would embrace him every time he meets and he was feeling this, I thought this is going to be beneficial, this Yatra is going to be beneficial but this is going to other way around. It's, it's it's causing, I'm causing so much pain, I don't want Mahaprabhu to touch me. I don't want Sri Chaitanya to embrace me. I feel very awkward. What to do in this situation? I don't want this then. So he met Jagannanda Pandit. He said, I would like to get your advice, what to do in this situation. I came here, but I feel like I'm not you know, very beneficial or... I feel very awkward. So Jagannath Pandit said, I think it's better you go back to Vrindavan. I think that's a place where Mahaprabhu also told you to stay. It's better you go back to Vrindavan uh, after Jagannath Yatra because you already had the Darshan of Mahaprabhu and Jagannath will come in Yatra. time out. You will have the Darshan of Jagannath and then go back. Don't stay here. He said, "Oh, see, this is a wonderful advice. This wonderful idea. I like this, so I would uh, do that." So when he was finally when he was meeting Mahaprabhu, he said, "I came. I thought I would be beneficial, but I thought this is causing trouble. And uh, I, according to the opinion of Jagannath the Pandit, I would like to go back to Vrindavan." Mahaprabhu became so angry. He said, who is this Jagannanda? He is just a small boy. He is giving advice to you. How, what do you think of himself? You are, is like, you are like a spiritual master. I have to take opinion from you. You are such a great devotee. What is this small, you know, this advice that, you know, you go to Vrindavan? How can he give like that? So he was chastising Jagannanda." Now, it is interesting, Sanatana Goswami said, Oh, now I understand. Uh, what is your relationship with Jagannanda Pandit? Hmm? So, did, He said, what what, do what you mean by that? Sanatan Goswami is saying, Oh, you are giving him the nectar of chastisement, and you are giving me the bitter juice of respect. Why are you doing like this to me? So. Sanatana <laughs> Goswami saying. So he is feeling that if someone is giving harsh or chastisement, then he is accepting him as a servant. You can see this episode again and again. When Advaita Acharya also. Advaita Acharya was his, his God, you know, Ishwarapuri contemporary. Mahaprabhu used to think that he is, he is like his spiritual master because he all. Advaita Acharya, Ishwara Puri, all got initiated from Madhavangar Puri, Madhavangar Puri. So then, Mahaprabhu treated him like a spiritual master. But Advaita Acharya doesn't want him to treat like a spiritual master. He wants to serve Mahaprabhu. So there were like little bit of, you know, uh, thing was happening. So then, Advaita Acharya said, okay, I know how to make him serve. I will preach Mayavad. I will preach my <laughs> Then he was preaching Mayava, then the news went to Mahaprabhu. So Mahaprabhu came and he was beating him, chastising Then he said, now, yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy now, I'm happy. He started treating me like a servant. So why I'm saying this is because the devotee is so happy when the Lord is giving him that kind of treatment or recognition that he's accepting me as his servant. And, the, and what is the devotee response when the Lord says, okay, fine, we think, oh, oh, my God, the Lord has put him in that kind of situation, even though he has surrendered everything. Yeah. But we can see the next three verses. What is the response of Bali Maharaj? What is his heart? Where is his heart? Is? We can see. So first is, Bali Maharaj is lamenting. One may think yes. One may lament. Okay, one for lament for oneself. Oh, why did I do? I should have not given this promise. I should have not given this. You know, three steps. See, what is my condition? Pitiful. I am in the. I am the king of heavenly planets. I had all the three worlds under my control. Now see, I am inside my cave. All you know. Why did I do that? One may say. One may go through again and again. What did I? You know. I was getting all the recognition and fame in doing this service and I gave this service, you know, why did I do that? Why did I give that to that Prabhu? thing like that. Why did I give that, you know, samosa to that Prabhu? (laughs) Maybe going back and lamenting. is very ignorant. But here, Bali Maharaj is not lamenting for himself. He was lamenting for Indra. He was lamenting for Indra. Not only Indra, Indra is spiritual master. He is saying, What did Indra do? Indra had the opportunity. He, he had the Lord in front of him. He had Lord as visited him. He was having the Lord in front of him. And he chose material opulence instead of the Lord. He chose material opulence instead of the Lord. Now you see contrast of Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj had all the material opulence. But he chose the Lord instead of the material opulence. That's where there is a difference between the the pure devotee and the demigod. And then he's saying, why did Indra do this? And he, not only that, okay, he would have asked straight to the Lord. Okay, you want material opulence? Ask straight to the Lord. Lord, I want this three world. I want heavenly rich. I want to become the king again. Can you make it? He would have done that. Why would you? make a lord into a beggar why would you use the supreme lord for your own service instead you should be serving the supreme lord you should have aspired to become a devotee of his you have aspired to become his devotee rather he said why would you do that alas why would you do that you you made the supreme lord into a beggar what about brighaspati okay fine you have the intelligence, at least Brihaspati, he is the intelligent, he is guru. Why didn't he give instruction to his you know, disciple Indra? At least he would have told him. Okay, fine, you would have sent, you would have sent, okay, you would have asked the Lord, Oh Lord, give me the three riches. Otherwise, if you, if you don't ask, at least you would have sent Brihaspati. I would have happily given that same. Because Vikaswati is also a Brahmana. If you would have sent Vikaswati to me, that asking for this three land, three step, or the whole kingdom or whatever, I could have appealed even. You, you know, you didn't ask correct favour, or you did So he was lamenting, going again and again, thinking about the situation of Indra. there is a great lamentation, because, you know, if you see the contemporary of the Acharyas, you know, they also lament not for themselves or anything. They lament seeing the pitiful condition of the jivas. Why would they you know take this Krishna consciousness? Why would they not surrender to the Supreme God? Such a wonderful, glorious thing. Why would you ask poison knowingly? So they they lament. You know, here we see Bali is lamenting not for his one's own pitiful condition, rather he is lamenting seeing the um, seeing the uh, choice of Indra Mahal, Indra. What he would have done? Oh, he would have like he was feeling really from his heart. About the choice he made, you could have easily got devotion. The Lord was there. The Lord was ready to do whatever He wanted. Rather, He asked for this material thing. that's a that's a thing. One may think, oh, this Bali Maharaj has given everything. But what you know, Bali Maharaj is saying, what are you, what are you talking about this sovereignty? This material opulence may passes last only for the age of manu. Just time. It's just a matter of time that all the opulence is going to go away. Why are you attached to these opulence and uh, material things? These are all going to go away. Uh, but Balimaraj, you know, gave that one thing, oh, this is what happened to Bali Maharaj. Like he gave everything. But he gave something very insignificant. And in return, he got the Supreme Lord completely. What a transaction. You give something very insignificant. Material things, which is compare nothing. You know? It anyway doesn't belong to us. Right? We, we didn't bring anything. We just you know inner it or acquire things by itself. And then you know we give that to the Supreme Lord, and then you think, oh I given. So then, uh, the Lord sees the intent, not the content, the intent of a devotee, and then the Lord Himself giving him completely to Bali Maharaj. No one is, he is, the, he is standing outside it. The, the Supreme Lord has taken everything, Manuthi has taken everything, but He has given Himself completely to the devotee, and He is serving Him. So just then one may think, oh, then material renunciation alone it matters. Then it's we can get the supreme lord. No, what else is required? That's why the second verse is telling about Prahalad Maharaj. He's talking about second aspect is mercy. First he was lamenting. Now he's telling about the mercy of that Prahalad Maharaj. received. Prahalad Maharaj. The Supreme Lord has killed Iraniya Kachipu. Now, by all means, Prahlad Maharaj is eligible to be in the throne, in any angle you see. The father is gone, the son has to be in the throne. The son has to be in the, enjoy the material of life. But Prahlad Maharaj said, no, I don't want. No one would have, you know, thought bad. Why Prahlad Maharaj become king? It's a natural. Thing. The next person, the prince, will rule the kingdom. But Prabhupada said, "No, I don't want that. I don't want material opulence I don't want this and that. What you want? I said, I want the service to Vaishnava. I want to become a servant of the servant. How can one can have like this kind of mentality? That's because only by the favor of the Supreme Lord. That is that is why it's possible. Not just by Mere renunciation or jnana, one can get aversion to matter. That in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, premature renunciation without the qualification or the purification of the heart only causes disturbance in the society. But for devotees, because they are engaging in devotional service then they can be detached to matter. Renunciation is a byproduct of bhakti. The moment we give up the bhakti, then what things we usually renounce will come back to our heart. Krishna says, yeah, you cannot renounce. Your activity, your duty, you should not renounce your duty. How can you renounce your duty falsely without in the position of, you don't have the qualification? But if you are doing, performing bhakti, then okay, because you, when you perform bhakti, because everything is used in the service of Krishna, the renouncing spirit is there. You do the activity, not attached to the result, and the result is offered to Krishna. So he is saying, this mercy, Prahlad Maharaj mercy. He is, he is a great, he said, he is, he is interested in the self-interest. Mm. Only person who understood his own self-interest, he understood what is important. Self-realization is important, not this material acquisition or position. So that's I, I want to be a servant of a servant engage in the service of his servant. Now, Vali Maharaj is coming I mean, the last verse. He saying, what he saying? Persons like us, who are still attached to material enjoyment, who are contaminated by the modes of material nature and who lack the mercy of the Supreme person God Godhead, cannot follow the supreme path of Prahlad Maharaj. He is comparing, he is saying, I am, I didn't have mercy. And I am not like Pranad Maharaj, where I can surrender fully. So he is putting into, even though he is like that, the next verse, you know, we will talk about um, um, last verse, where Subhita Goswami concludes. You can see that he, he, is, he is like that, but, but he is showing humility. Humility. Humility is uh, one of the key virtues in the path of bhakti. Humility is required to do any service in Krishna consciousness. Without humility, we cannot actually do service because service means we are servant of Krishna. Without humility, we cannot able to serve someone humility is actually the key because when we think we take the lower position then we can be able to perform that service so bali maharaj is saying i cannot follow the supreme path of Pralala Maharaj, the exalted devotee of the lord because i lack the mercy of the supreme lord and i am contaminated by the modes which actually is not so Prabhupada here Clearly says, although Balimaraj was actually following the path of his grandfather, because of his great humility, he thought that he was not. It is characteristic of advanced Vaishnavas, following the principle of bhakti, that they think themselves ordinary human being. This is a quality of Uttama Adhikari, that he thinks that everyone is a perfected devotee, that I, I am not. This is not an artificial exhibition of humility because, yes, you know, sometimes devotees ask how to develop humility or, you know, humility is there, but really, if you think about it, you cannot have like a curriculum to teach people how to be humble or something. How do you explain, it is a kind of a feeling and emotion, how do you put in words? Hmm? Yes, we can be humble, but then that humility actually uh, increases our devotion. It's a state of our heart that we feel very low. How can we express that in someone, you know, like in a formula? When when humility is required, even the Mahabhub says, Trinadapriśvaniśena, Taradapriśvaniśena, Amanina, Manudena, Kirtaniya Sadhari. To chant the holy name, one requires humility. So Prabhupada, recently we were listening to a lecture of Prabhupada in Kunti Maharani prayer, where Kunti Maharani also considered herself not eligible to see the Lord. Even though the Lord is available or visible to the great Paramahamsas and the Munis, and not available to ordinary person. But she is so humble because the Lord is in front, she is, uh, the Lord is present in front of her, but still she considered that I couldn't able to see the Lord. So Prabhupada actually interested in bring one point in that lecture. He says humility is required for practicing devotee. Why, why immunity is required? Because the external energy is so powerful. The external energy is so powerful and is also lot of disturbance in this world. padam padam Every step is a danger. It's, a, it's like we are in the ocean tossed by the waves of the material energy and is always disturbed. And the Maya likes to test devotee, likes to test, likes to put in difficult We should be humble enough to uh, take shelter of Krishna's holy name, humble enough to take, uh, follow the Rebility Principle very strictly. We cannot be proud because the waves, you know, for example, the waves when, when you go to the beach or something and the big waves are coming. You cannot stand against the waves, right? it will hit you hard, rather you go down the waves then you don't feel the heat, hmm? you go below the waves. Basically. So when one when, when has that quality of humility, taking shelter, feeling oneself you know, helpless, We pray, please engage me in your devotional service. This is our prayer. This is our chanting. Because one feels helpless because the the material energy is so strong. One needs to be humble to get asked for help. In material world, if you see sometimes the false ego is so strong that we don't want to ask help. I can figure it out. I know what I'm doing. It's just simple. I'll fix it. But if we are humble, we ask for help. Because people think, Oh, what will that person think if I ask something? I should present myself very knowledgeable. Otherwise, I should not be looking like dumb. But actually, our our, uh, Vaishnava philosophy is that We inquire submissively, we inquire submissively, our our process is a revealing process, it is not like academic where we can figure it out, the most complex thing has to be revealed. How that revelation comes when we humbly, submissively inquire unto that personality who can actually give us the truth. That is why in the starting, Prabhupada says, path of bhakti is not at all difficult if we follow in the footsteps of previous acharyas and authorities. The previous acharyas and authorities, how they have perfected them, because they have humbly, submissively inquired from their spiritual master and follow the instruction. Now it is very interesting in Bhagavad Gita where where Krishna says, even if you think, even if you think you are the self-realized person, you have nothing to do with the matter or material duty, prescribed duty. Still you have to do the duty just to set an example so that people can follow. Now, when we do, usually when we say follow, we we should be very careful that we should not imitate. There is a little difference between follow and imitate. People like to imitate the action. When a person is there, action and speaking, we should follow his words, not his action that's why krishna is saying you may be for example yes arjuna i know you are a you are a pure devotee you have all the qualification to renounce everything and go to forest and you will succeed because you have full control over your senses and mind and you are spiritually have nothing to do with the material duty you will be okay because you have that adhikara but what about other people they will also follow you because your action that you leave the poor and you go to the forest and other people also will do the same thing leave their prescribed duty uh, which is prescribed duty according to the Varnasham dharma which is prescribed in the Vedas under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master if one person does that that will bring purification of the heart that is called Yadhyaya but that person if he just leaves this everything and goes to forest as following your footsteps Following your action, which is good for you but not for others. So that's what the problem happens. When someone just imitate the action, they don't consider the value or the fact that whether this thing will bring me elevation or degradation. The Prabhupada, you know, may not be sleeping that much. He is acharya, he is fully pure, he may be sleeping two hours, getting up in the morning, two o'clock or no, what? 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock and then translating 4 hours. Can we follow that action? <laughs> we will be finished. We will be finished. We we'll like chanting 16th round. The next day we will be struggling. We cannot, but we have to follow his words. So, Gurujan Prabhu brings out this theme actually in his commentary. He says, people uh, see, oh, Krishna is saying, oh, you have to do the duty. Krishna is doing action which is contradictory to his words. What kind of a person? He is not following Dharma. He is stealing. He is having, you know, uh, playtime with his friends, boyfriends, and girlfriends. What kind of person? He is speaking something and he is doing something. Yeah, but he is. Why he is doing? To again prove the point, he is supremely independent. I know sometimes we say, Like sometimes the police or something, you know, crossing red or something, red signal, or the catching someone or going in the red signal or going in 120 in, you know, in, for example, Dank Street, which is 40 kilometers. Now, if you stop the police and, hey, what is this man? You just zooming and then you cross the red light, that person will say, I will do. What you can do? You can do anything? Go, do. You can't do anything. In Indiana, they say, straight on the face, I will do that. I will break the rules. What you can do? Okay, sir. Nothing. Just I, I want to. I'll ask. Because the Supreme Lord is supremely independent. Even though he puts the rules and regulations, Dharma is coming from him. The Supreme Lord is giving. But he is supremely independent because he is He can, he is Swarat. Why supremely independent? Then the second point comes. Because he is supremely independent in satisfying the devotees the way they wanted. I will go to any extent. If it has to break my law, which I created, it has to break my work, doesn't matter. I will be supremely independent and also supremely independent to serve the devotees according to their one. So to show that, he does that. But then P. Prabhupada writes in that same commentary, Prabhupada, people like to uh, take uh, intoxicant following the action of Lord Shiva, uh, thinking that Lord Shiva drank all the... Poison. Nilakanta he is, yeah. What these people are also thinking, oh yeah, I will also do that. What are they doing? They are bringing their death close by. It's just a matter of time, you will be dying. They are thinking the intoxication, imitating the action of Shiva. People want to imitate the action of Krishna. They are following the words, not the action. So to follow the words, Prabhupada. Again, you know this is another one of the advancement, how to advance, how to advance in bhakti. Nectar of instruction. Prabhupada Sami says Satovriti. Sangathyaga Satovriti. Follow the previous acharya. What is that actually? Prabhupada says that if you attend morning program, then you are following the previous acharyas. If you are attending morning program, that you chanting, following four regularity principles. Because who gave this morning program? Who gave that we have to chant morning and we have to get up a Mangalati? All this? Because these are given by the previous acharyas, Srila Prabhupada gave us. Okay, this is the program. So that is exactly the following the footsteps of previous acharyas. That one is following the morning program, the instructions of the previous acharyas, and also one is keeping time occupied. The previous Acharyas has made sure that our time is filled with the activities of Krishna consciousness for our own benefit. This is Satovrithi, this is this is, this is not Asat, sato, that higher value. Their, their vision is that they are only interested in the superior nature, higher value, Sat which is eternal, activities which is eternal, activities which is eternal. And they are giving, okay, these are the activities you perform. Do Harinam, do book distribution, do Prasadam distribution, do cooking, do Deity worship, chant, read the books, hear the lecture. This is what the Guru is saying. Because why? These are all eternal activities. These are, these are, these are not going to be bound into the material world. So these kind of activities, one following, then they are following the steps of previous Acharyas. So we have to be very uh, clear in that. So here the humility and following the footsteps, this is the the purpose that Prabhupada is stressing. And this is because this is what Bali Maharaj is praying. So these are the points I thought I will discuss. I will leave there and see if anyone has any um, corrections or want to add comments or addition or any questions. Okay. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you all. ki. srimad bhagavatam